Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, Go Jump and Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. And on the show today, I've got the one, the only, the former co-host of the Up All Night Show, my partner in crime, Brad Page. What is going on? What's going on, man? I'm trying to stay cool, as I guess most of the South is. It's been a just a brutal heat wave uh, going on here in Tennessee, and I'm I'm sure it is there uh, down in Georgia. But uh, you know, uh, it's always great to be on here, man. As always, yes, they're always talking about how this is that that level in Super Mario Three where um, Mario gets attacked by the sun. Every time he uh, moves. So, yeah, it has been a scorcher. It's been in the mid-90s. We're trying to cool off. It actually rained yesterday, and hopefully it cooled off. But, you know, before we talk about the heartbreak of your Tennessee volunteers, I just want to give a shout-out to the Atlanta Braves for winning 13 straight games. I know you're not a Braves fan. I know you're a Cardinals fan. They did beat the Pirates I got to say, I think the Braves are back and they're going to make the playoffs 13 straight. I mean, that is just crazy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, once you get on the road, it definitely uh, boosts your confidence. And uh, yes, I mean, I mean, the Braves, I mean, you know, they won the World Series last year. You know, I mean, and, I mean, you just can't never count them out. You know, I mean, they are still such a great team for sure. Brad, I, I really am sorry about your Tennessee volunteers. I know that they were the greatest college baseball team ever assembled, and they got stunned by Notre Dame in the Super Regionals. Notre Dame moves on. I mean, it looks like it's an SEC showdown because you have six of the eight teams in the College World Series are not only SEC teams but future SEC teams with Texas and Oklahoma, and the only two teams that are not SEC or future SEC teams are Stanford and Notre Dame. How about that? Auburn, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Texas A&M, Texas, and Oklahoma. And, of course, Stanford and Notre Dame. Yeah, and if Tennessee would have been in there, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, still, you would have had a loaded SEC uh, uh, College World Series. But, yeah, uh, the SEC's really got some great uh, powerhouses, as they have, you know, for a while. Uh, but going back to Tennessee, it is a uh, it is a heartbreaking loss. You know, uh, expectations were so high due to the incredible season that they had, and you know, most of these players they have are going to be first round draft picks. You know, I mean, this is the best college baseball team Tennessee has ever had, and they definitely put Tennessee uh, 
on the map. They really uh, introduced the nation to uh, what Tennessee uh, baseball is. And I believe for years to come, they are going to continue to have a great team. But in that Notre Dame game, you know, uh, errors did uh, just cost them that game, definitely. And uh, it was tight going in, but um, just a couple of hits, and it just won the game wide open toward Notre Dame. Notre Dame was never afraid of Tennessee. They always hung with Tennessee through that series, even though um, last Saturday they got they got beat pretty bad. But still, uh, they knew they were going to play on Sunday for sure. But it is sad what happened to Tennessee, but um, I know they're going to be back at it uh, next year. I'm still proud of this team no matter what. And I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what what teams in the College World Series are going to come out, you know, and um, and have a great run. Okay, well, let's talk about this College World Series because it kicks off Friday night in Peyton Manning's favorite place, Omaha. I was really hoping for Tennessee to get in there. <laughs> no, but Oklahoma's yeah. taking on Texas A&M. Then you got Notre Dame taking on Texas on Saturday, Arkansas taking on Stanford, and Ole Miss taking on Auburn. You know, here in Columbus, the Chattahoochee Valley, Auburn is the local team. So there's been a lot of news coverage for the Auburn Tigers as they made that trip to Corvallis, Oregon, to knock off the third-ranked Oregon State Beavers to advance to the College World Series they advanced to the College World Series in 2019, and uh, they're starting to become a pretty good baseball program. You know, a lot of sports writers were picking Auburn to finish last in the SEC. It just means more, Brad. You know, the <laughs> SEC is just represented well in the College World Series, and this is one of my favorite events. I know that you have the Super Bowl. You have the NBA Finals, which we will talk about. You have the Stanley Cup Finals, but the College World Series is just a very special event because of the double elimination tournament the pageantry of college baseball just the dog pile after the final out is always memorable and the little guy wins this thing coastal carolina won it a couple years ago fresno state won it in 2008 you know brad fresno state was the fourth seed in their regional which that would be the equivalent of a 14th seed or a 15th seed winning the entire NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it's a side to see what team could come out, you know, like you said, like a, a smaller school like Fresno state or Costa Carolina. Yeah. I was kind of hoping East Carolina was going to get in there. You know, I oh, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Texas won that one, but yeah, I mean the, uh, the passion and the, um, like you said, you know, the, the, the games are going to be great uh, no matter what. Um, and it is such a exciting time right now uh, for baseball. All right, Brad, switching gears. Let's move on to the NBA Finals because Thursday night will be game six. The Golden State Warriors have a 3-2 series lead over the Boston Celtics. I watched game five from start to finish. The Warriors came out hot. They were playing in San Francisco. We know that whoever wins game five of the NBA Finals usually goes on to win the championship 82% of the time, although Boston is very tough at home. Boston is going to bounce back. I think they're going to find a way to win, and it's going to go back mm -hmm. to a game seven Sunday night, Father's Day. Boy, that um, I know that um, Del Curry is going to be in attendance, and that would be a great Father's Day present if Steph Curry can win 
NBA Finals MVP. He's never done that. I think if the Warriors do win this series, Steph Curry is going to be the NBA Finals MVP. What say you, Brad Page? Uh, I totally agree, man. Uh, I mean, I don't see why he is he, he he's not in, you know um, MVP uh, after this series if they do win. And uh, I do think that they're going to win it in San Francisco. I do see Boston probably uh, pulling it out Thursday night, you know, like you said. But uh, I think uh, I think they want to bring it back home to uh, you know the Bay Area and and win it. And um, I mean, the, the Warriors are just a phenomenal team. They really are. I mean, they just got star players all around. But uh, Boston has been tough, like you said. Uh, they they have. I'm going to say the Warriors are going to win it. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go on and say it because <laughs> I really do believe they are going to. Uh, it, it probably come down to a game seven, or they may just want to close it out in Boston. Um, but I think uh, I think they're <laughs> I think they're going to try to uh, bring it back home to uh, San Francisco and win. That is a great call. I'm a big Warriors fan. I actually thought when they won the title in 2018 and Kevin Durant left for Brooklyn. I thought the dynasty was over. Steph got hurt. Clay got hurt. And mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors had, you know, a down period. 2020, they were the worst team in the league. I mean, their number two overall pick in 2020, James Wiseman's not even playing. Their two lottery picks from this year, Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody, are not really part of the team. I don't know how this team is doing it. I think that they're doing it with the resurgence of Andrew Wiggins. You remember when he was oh, the number one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the number one overall pick in 2014. Yeah. And uh, Jason Tatum actually tweeted that Jabari Parker was actually better than Andrew Wiggins, throwing <laughs> some shade at him. Uh, Wiggins is dominating on the defensive side of the ball. Jason Tatum is very timid. I mean, he can't close in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's he's putting up good numbers. I mean, he's very talented. But when it comes to the alpha male and the the dog, when it comes to the playoffs, Jason Tatum is not quite there yet. He is a good player. He's an all-star. He's not quite a superstar. And a superstar will get his points no matter what defense is thrown at him. A superstar makes everybody else better. He's not Giannis. I don't even think he's Jimmy Butler. I think that he's right at that second tier. When you talk about Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Giannis, I, don't, I mean, I, I really, tier two is like Trey Young and uh, Jason Tatum. But you put, I mean, t- put Morant in, t- in uh, tier one. John Morant or oh, John Morant's tier one, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know I was going to give some, right, some right. love to John Morant. John Morant's <laughs> tier one. You know, if, if John Morant didn't get hurt, I strongly feel the Grizzlies would have beat the Warriors. And, uh, the, and I, then the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies yeah. would be holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy and having a parade <laughs> down Beale Street. Right, right, right. Uh, but Wiggins is definitely um dang, he's he's a great factor in um, you know, the, the younger players like Wiggins, Poole, Looney, they've really uh, played well. Besides your big three and Steph, Clay, and uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I do start with the yeah, the, <laughs> yeah he hasn't Green, played. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Draymond he, Green, Clay, and Steph. You know, yeah, I mean, you he know, hasn't played well. Be, <laughs> no, you I know, mean. they're going to be the the regular superstars, but these younger players, like you said, like Wiggins and Poole, I mean, they've really helped them have great success in this final series. 
And I think um, it's due to those great younger players that they have is what's going to push the Warriors to finally win. Uh, well, you know, to, to win again uh, another championship. Hey, uh, so switching gears, I know you're kind of a hockey fan. I don't really know. Uh, who wins the Stanley Cup between Tampa Bay and Colorado? You know, I'm going to say Colorado. I mean, I know I know the Lightning's really good because they've won a two couple of – Yeah, 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 exactly, two in a row. Um, but I think uh, I think Colorado might surprise some people, you know. You know, they've had a great – a great run. Uh, they beat the Predators for one thing, you know, in the first round. And, <laughs> but uh, they, um, I'm going to say Colorado. I'm going to go with them. All right, Brad. So Deshaun Watson, he's up to 26, 26 accusers. It does not look like he is going to play. And uh, he is just, I don't, I guess he is like the unluckiest person in the world because he's he's getting his defense team i mean he's gonna need the dream team i mean unfortunately <laughs> johnny cochran's not not alive anymore f lee bailey's not alive anymore i don't see him playing a down for the cleveland browns this season i'm just wondering i mean what was the most disappointed athlete in your lifetime that you said if he just made better choices Oh, my team would have been so much great. I'll go first. Mine is Alden Smith. Okay. When the 49ers drafted Alden Smith, he was the most dominating pass rusher. He came out in that draft in 2011 with Vaughn Miller, and he led right. you know all rookies with sacks. And then he just kept messing up and just one thing after another, and the 49ers decided to release him. Well, he got suspended by the NFL by Roger Goodell for like two years. And so, like, I know that uh, the hammer is going to be down on Deshaun Watson if he even gets through this. I think that he'll be suspended for an entire year. But is there a player in your mind that you were just so disappointed in because they kept messing up? Um, I'm going with the Titans. I'd say Pounds. You know, I mean, coming down to college, he was really uh, speedy. Uh, I, I, you know, but they want to take a chance on him. But he had character is issues. I can't rest it for but he was always getting in trouble. A lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, you know. And uh, he, he eventually ended up with the Cowboys, I believe. Um, yes. I'm not sure. it, yeah. And he also <laughs> wanted to be referred to as Adam Jones. But here's exactly. the problem with that. Then then you're confusing him with center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Right, right. You know, his ego and his character and just, just all the issues he, he had, you know, uh, you know, he definitely could have been a talented uh, player, probably one of the best cornerbacks, you know, if he just could have just stayed away from all the, the bad stuff, all the bad legal stuff, you know. Um, that's one player that comes to mind. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brad, have you watched that new movie by Adam Sandler, Hustle? I still haven't catch it yet, but uh, I... So I had, a, I had a poll on my Twitter page that what is the greatest Adam Sandler movie of all time? I know a couple of, of episodes ago, we talked about the worst Adam Sandler movie of all time. And mm. I, there's four choices because Hustle is that good. Um, and it's a Happy Madison production. It's uh, LeBron James's executive producer. They have a ton of NBA people in that movie. Yeah. Of course, Adam Sandler plays a scout for the 76ers. Uh, one of probably his best movie, uh, but I also had on the poll uncut gems spanglish and punch drug love now you know these are the serious roles that right. adam sandler had some some of his movies are just 
hey, I'm just gonna throw in my buddies and I'm gonna Dan Patrick's gonna do a cameo and uh you know <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna throw in a really bad script with product placement. I'm gonna say a couple pop culture references and I'm gonna make some money. But no, Adam Sandler, like I've said this before, you know, he's a very underrated actor. I thought that Uncut Gems was fascinating. Not trying to spoil it, but the ending of that movie will make you go, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just shows what kind of actor he definitely is because you know he can play the crazy, funny, goofy, you know, roles like he did in Billy Madison, Waterboy, and Happy Gilmore. He can definitely play a serious role, like you said, in both movies that you listed. Um, So, yeah, he's definitely... He's definitely up there as one of the top actors for sure. Speaking of Happy Gilmore, actor Christopher McDonald, who played Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore, he is actually up to the idea. He already spoke to Adam Sandler. They are very interested in making Happy Gilmore too. Oh, that'd be awesome. I mean, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Just get get a solid <laughs> script because it. Yeah, look, I I know we have all these reboots, and that's great. Yeah. I haven't seen Top Gun yet. I I heard it's fascinating, it uh, but it's a reboot. It's a reboot. Yeah, yeah. you you've seen Top Gun, right? <laughs> you know, it's one of the best reboots. I you know I would say for sure. And and it was long, a long waited. You know, that was supposed to come mm-hmm. out in the theaters two years ago. You have right. to see that in the theaters, so that right. you know th- they could have easily just released it to HBO Max or. Paramount Plus, it's a it's a Paramount movie. <laughs> it's Paramount Plus, but no, they decided to yeah HBO Max. Man, I watched Space Jam on HBO Max. You know that came out about a year ago. You you, you see the new Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I liked it. Up, you know, I, you what? Did you like I it? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was it was fun. What's good? But I mean, I mean, I I definitely love the original. You know. A little bit better, just the way you know um, that you know the time it came out in and everything. But you know, with the modern times, I thought they did a good job with it. You know, I mean, especially with you know the newer uh, NBA players that are. All right, so uh, I want to bring it back to baseball because I really think I think Brad, this is the year that we might have a Subway Series, and I know that. People outside of the New York market do not want to hear that. But the New York Yankees have the best record in all of baseball with a 44 and 16 record. And the New York Mets have the best record in the National League with a 40 and 22 record. And when they get their pitchers back, Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom, I mean, come on, who's beating them in the postseason with that one two punch? And the Yankees, something about their swagger. I mean, they have. Players all over, and Garrett Cole could probably win the Cy Young. And, of course, they have a Rodas Chapman. And the New York Yankees, who haven't won a World Series since 2009, I think they're going to make it to the World Series, uh, despite who they play. But please, let's not make it a Subway Series, and I definitely don't want to see Yankees-Dodgers. That would just be the worst World Series for me as a Giants fan. Do you think that people would watch the World Series if it was a Subway Series? Um, definitely they would. I mean, you know, since it's in New York, Mark. But again, you know, like you said, I mean, I, you know, definitely I don't want it to be a, a Subway Series either. 
you know. Um, but a lot of people interested in it. You know, I mean, you got the whole New York crowd, you know, the Mets fans and the Yankee fans there. And, and I mean, you know, maybe it'd be, you know, a good series. But I can keep it up. You know, right now they're they're first in the uh, Central. Yes. Um, it's a couple games above the Brewers. Goldschmidt's really been playing. You know, he's been on great streak, and um, players like Tommy Yedman and and uh, Yepes and yeah, but, uh, Harrison Bader. You know, it hopefully go hot into the postseason and maybe keep a good streak in the postseason. You know, and uh, and maybe they can knock off the Mets. I don't know <laughs> if they do uh, match up with them, but uh, but uh, yeah, you never know. Uh, you know what can happen for sure. Last time I had you on the show, it's been a while since I had you on the show. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I happened to see our alma mater in the NAI World Series, Freed Harbin. I was very fortunate enough. They Unfortunately, they lost in that first game. They were the third seed. They lose to Indiana Wesleyan, so they end up in the loser's bracket. But mm-hmm. on Saturday, they were able to win two games. And so they got to stick around for the weekend. So the whole NAI World Series took place Memorial Day weekend. And they got to stick around. They had no games on Sunday, but they were there on Memorial Day playing on Monday. And I was in attendance. However, they did fall to science and arts. Uh, Oklahoma City, yeah, who else, ended up winning the entire NAI World Series. I was very fortunate that the offices of the NAIA gave me press credentials because I cover a local podcast in Columbus. And I mentioned the NAI World Series on my podcast. So I got to see all these games with press credentials. Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, you definitely uh, definitely deserve it, you know, for all the great work that you do. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely proud of Freed Harbin for a great season they've had, even though they came up short. But, uh, you know, it goes to show that they, you know, they're building a great program. Uh, but we good. Absolutely. And of course, the Freed Harbin baseball team did a great job. Uh, one of the players on the Freed Harbin baseball team actually plays in the summer league, the Woodbat Summer League, where it features college baseball players. He plays for the Chocolaca Monsters out of Oxford, Alabama. And uh, that's who the Columbus Chattahoots ended up playing opening day. That's always great when college baseball players can play in a collegiate summer league. And of course, the the Cape Cod League and the Coastal Plains League has the big-time college baseball players. Some of them are even playing in the College World Series, so they'll make room for them whenever their season is over. And I'm always a big fan of baseball. I know you living in Lexington. I know you miss the Jackson Generals, but mm-hmm. the Memf- Memphis has the Memphis Redbirds. Right. I mean, so there, there is baseball to see in Tennessee. You have the Nashville Sounds. The Chattanooga Lookouts are, are the Tennessee Smokies still in uh, Tennessee? Yeah, they they are. They play, uh, I believe, in, uh, Knoxville. Seaverville, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's really Seaverville, but it's in the Knoxville market. It's gone really well, um, I mean, so far. Um, but yeah, the uh, Tennessee Smokies. Uh, yeah, they still play um, over in East Tennessee and. The lookouts, I don't know if they're still playing or not. I don't yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. They are. Very 
yeah. So yeah. Um, Ooh. Well, you know, <laughs> you being in Lexington, and I know that we are a couple of months away from high school football. I cannot wait. I know that you are a big Lexington fan. Uh, I don't. Are they? I don't know if Tennessee has like four A or five A or so. Is is Lexington like uh like four A or five A or what what class are they? Uh, yeah, they they are four A and yeah, we do have five A. We do have like um the bigger schools, yeah, Nashville and Memphis, um like Riverdale and um Melrose, you know, Riverdale out of Nashville and um uh. Melrose out of Memphis. Um, so we do have the Division One schools and Division II um, schools. But um, um, I've been hearing that Lexington's probably going to get a new uh, football field soon. Uh, they've had this field for about 60 years. <laughs> and it, it, they are due for, you know, uh, you know, an upgrade. We are supposed to get a um, – a new facility, a new football field. Um, you know, definitely help yeah. the football program bring. Uh, but yeah, yeah um, I'm excited for football for sure. Uh, Many caps are going on in the NFL, um, um, and uh, you know, pretty soon we're going to be talking about training camps yes. and uh, and and preseason. And I mean, I'm excited. Right now, this is kind of a slow time, you know, in, you know, in summer, but the series and the NBA finals are wrapping up. Uh, but, but, but pretty soon, uh, you know, ends of football and, uh, and it's going to be great for sure. Well, well Brad, you're not going to believe this, but did you know, I don't know if you knew this, that I actually called a game at Lexington High School on the radio when I was hired to be the radio announcer for McNary Central at WSIB. Okay. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. it only lasted one game because <laughs> they they let me go because they just ran out of money. I got you. I mean, uh, we got Lexington's played McNary for a long time. Uh, you know, they've always uh, you know had have a great rivalry there, and uh, you know McNary's been good. Um, you know, uh, definitely in the past, they've had some great teams. Um, and, and show and so is Lexington. So, uh, but that's awesome, man. <laughs> so, so you got to be a Jim Stolfield. Cool. Um, so, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. And, and I owe it to my time at Free Harbin University. You know, I was able to call uh, high school football games for Chester County and I'm reliving the dream 20 years later. My first game is August the 26th, Russell yep. County taking on Harris County. I am the play by play announcer for russell county it's actually a tv broadcast because the school does not have a radio station affiliate that calls their games but their games are actually broadcasted on the local cable access station for east alabama and it will be rebroadcasted on the columbus station saturday morning so i'm really excited about that and yep. you know it just goes to show you know you you've been in broadcasting for a long time i have as well to never give up on your dreams because i could have easily given up on this dream when i moved to atlanta and i kept applying to all these radio stations and kept getting turned down and applying to 
to work the game day operations for the Rome Braves and not even get a, getting a callback and moving to the Columbus, moving to the Columbus market in 2015, not even thinking this was even an option until a couple of years ago when I got an invite to be on the radio station. And then, you know, it's really, it's all about who, you know, the fact that it wasn't even an option. And then now a year later, cause I've been doing this for about a year now, just getting into broadcasting with Russell County, the lions and, and the rapids that it's been a reality. And I, I really have been patient and I've just stayed the course. And I think that that's always important. I mean, sometimes it's okay to just, shy away from your passion to pursue other things. But I just felt like I had to be patient and that my time will come. Oh uh, yeah. That's what it's all about. When that opportunity arises and when it does, but man, I'm, I'm very happy for you, man. I'm Thanks. Proud. Cause you know, we've had a lot of great memories as hosts of the up all night show. And I know, yeah. Why do I keep talking about this? show that only lasted eight episodes i do is because we had so much fun on that show it's just it was such a great time and i know that it was a lot of hard work like this podcast i've been doing for the past two years it's a lot of hard work but even though it was a lot of hard work i think that we stayed the course and i don't have any regrets about leaving the show early and because i was completely burned out we had fun and it was a it was a great time and the guests that we had on and you could, by the way, you could check out our old episodes on YouTube. Just type in the up all night show. I'm sure that's a very common title, but you right. should be able to get Brad page or Richard Holdridge back in 2000. I know I got on here and said, Oh yeah, it was 2001. No, it was 2000. I had to go back into yeah, the calendar. Right. It was 2000, but um, got discouraged because one of our guests reached out to me and said, can you please take down that episode that you did with me? And I was like, okay, hmm. if, if that's what you want. And so I got really discouraged. I mean, I don't know if it's because he was embarrassed that he was on the show, but uh, by, by the way, he's an R&B singer now. So, you know, yeah. there's really, he's actually more famous than we are. <laughs> right, um, right. And you and you could you could find his stuff on iTunes. His name is Jonathan Marcus. He's yeah. an RBC. I, I checked him out. He's actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but I, I was discouraged. And you know, I, I haven't talked to him ever since. He at one time he was one of my closest friends of Freed Hartman. And uh I, I don't talk to him anymore. No reason. I mean, he's not a bad guy. It's just that we kind of drifted apart. And like sometimes we all do. I'm glad, Brad, that we did not drift apart after all these years. I know it took 20 years for us to mm-hmm. actually get a reunion show together. But, you know, we were at different stages in our lives where we were doing other stuff. You know, five years ago, I didn't have a podcast. You know, yeah, I, I, catch, I, I kept in touch with you every now and then. But I have a medium now where we can get on a podcast and do the thing that we love to do. And that's talk about sports and other things. Yeah. I mean... Uh, it was just a great, um, I mean, a great experience doing it, first of all, you know, and I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we had the opportunity to do it. And um, I'm glad that the um, relationships that we made with different guests and um, I'm, I'm glad that we've come back after 20 years 
Um, you know, talking about what we love the most, that's sports. You know, we, you know, we both love, uh, you know, just, just talking about different sports and, and, and movies and, and, uh, you know, you know, whatever we want to talk about. Uh, but, um, uh, you've, uh, even though we're doing it on, it's still, still fun for sure. And, um, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And mm-hmm. I know that the, the summer months tend to die down. Like, and I'm, I'm actually going back to three days a week during the summer. So June and July, July is a slow sports month. That's the reason why I got married in July. July is a very <laughs> slow sports month. So I'm yep. going back to three days a week. I'm yep. taking some vacations. The radio station is going to play like replays. I've actually thought about doing maybe a best of show, just editing all the, all the great episodes that I had before I got on the radio station. Cause I've been doing the radio station now for four months and it's been great. The radio station gets me tickets to the baseball games, to the Columbus Chattahoots. It's awesome. And of course I get free tickets from, to the Columbus lions. So my family's able to enjoy those sporting events that, that might cost an arm and a leg right now with the whole inflation and everything. This is like the first time I'm actually okay with not going to a Braves and Giants game because it's so expensive. Oh yeah. Yeah. The prices are unreal. You know, I mean, especially gas, you know, we all know. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely some tough times right now, but um, but but we're gonna make it no matter what for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll make it. I know I know the 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 gas is really really expensive. You know, sometimes I, I'm able to work from home and you know mm-hmm. just uh, be safe out there and uh, hopefully you're taking care of yourself. And I, I think I think we're past COVID. I, I think that we are at the the tail end of the pandemic. I mean, it's been a long and exhausting. Yes, almost sir. three years toward the end of the year, toward the end of this year, it's going to be almost three years and yeah. it's been long and exhausting and tiring. And I actually have not worn a mask in like three months. I mean, there are some, <laughs> there are some places like on military bases, like at the dentist office, Yeah, you have they, they have to make you wear a mask. You're, no, you have, you have no choice. We still have to wear masks as well. Um, but, um, I'm glad to see the crowds coming out to sports, you Absolutely. know, wherever like it was, you know, a couple of years ago. I mean, all you could hear was just the announcers and how quiet it was, but how Lindsey Nelson stadium, how, you know, so many Tennessee fans filled up that place going crazy, cheering for that team really about all year, not just during super regionals, you know, during, all year, everybody has that thing. And I do want to say uh, uh, I'm very proud for uh, Evan Russell, who's from Lexington, Tennessee, who was the oh, captain nice. for, for uh, Tennessee. He's definitely going to go to uh, to uh, a major league team for sure. But I'm very proud of the uh, career that he have had, that he's uh, there. But, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I do believe COVID is – pretty much over <laughs> um and i'm i'm glad it is you know and um i'm ready for fans to uh you know hopefully get back to normal and stay for normal. for a very long time yeah they've been normal for for like the for like the past year they, if you've seen some of those venues in college football it's like there never was a pandemic exactly exactly right i know your tennessee volunteers are no longer in the college world series 
but who wins the College World Series? All right. I get the best team left is Stanford. Stanford yeah. is the number two seed. They're, they're the second best team in all of college baseball. Yeah, I was right. going to Oregon State, but, you know, they got put out. Yeah. Auburn is the 14th seed. Texas is a number nine seed. Right. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Texas A&M could do it. They had a great run in the SEC tournament. I, I know they didn't get to the championship game, you know, um, like Florida did uh, playing Tennessee. But Texas A&M, you know, they they could be a sleeper in in, yes. in the series, and uh, they they definitely could surprise uh, some teams. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they make it to the championship game and uh, and possibly pull an upset, you know, for sure. <clears throat> All right, Brad, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I know it's been a while, but I uh, hope to have you back on. Uh, in the next couple, I'd like to get you on maybe a couple more episodes before we start football season because we're really going to hit the ground running. Absolutely. Come, come August, <laughs> I'm going to have shows dedicated to high school football. You know, of course, for the Chattahoochee Valley here in Columbus, right. I've got my guests for high school football. We're going to talk college. I'd love to get you back on here to talk about Tennessee football. And Absolutely. it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I think that, um, I've said it before, half of my audience comes back when football season starts. I know yeah. that I don't really have much of an audience right now because sports has slowed down. But, you know, you, you still have your basketball fans that want to talk about the NBA finals. And you have, you know, the, the college baseball fans like yourself and, and I that love the College World Series. Right. And really, I'm a fan of Little League Baseball. The Little League World Series is in August. That's and right, right now. Right now, you you got your Little League teams from Tennessee or your Little League teams from mm-hmm. Georgia that are playing in their districts, and they're about to play state, and they'll end up playing in the regionals. Right. And uh, there's a little team in, in my backyard called Northern Little League out of Columbus, Georgia, that won the Little League World Series in 2006. Yeah. And they have always seems like they always win state and mm-hmm. compete for the Little League World Series in the regionals. Goodlitzville out of Nashville did really well. Yeah, um, they beat they beat Georgia to get to the Little League World Series. Right, right. Yes, I remember right. that. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely inside uh, for for that to get started up. It's always great to you know to, to watch that. It's always fun times uh, there. All right. Well, thank you again for being a guest on the show, and I will talk to you soon. All right, man. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it as always. Take care, man. Absolutely. That was Brad Page, the former co-host of the Up All Night Show. Now he is a director. Yeah, I got it right. At yeah. WBBJ and a long, lifelong Tennessee everything fan. Volunteers, Titans, Predators, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Memphis Hustle, uh, Memphis Americans. <laughs> no, um, it's just been fun. Yeah, I, I threw a National Indoor Soccer League team at you. <laughs> Bring it on, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be from no matter what, man. <laughs> All Absolutely. Right. <clears throat> All right, well, hope everybody has a great rest of your night. Enjoy the day, and we will talk to you Friday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. 
You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.